Welcome back to the Red Dice Diaries RPG Podcast. I'm your host, John, and today I'm going to talk about one of the methods I use to prepare for tournament or one-shot games, and I like to call it the four-card method. But first of all, cue the music. Okay, so a little bit of background. I often run games for Games On Demand at the UK Games Expo, which is a convention that happens over here in the UK. And Games On Demand are two-hour taster sessions where people can pretty much just get a ticket, short notice, rock up, try out a new game, see if they like it. There's no real massive commitment to it. But obviously running a two-hour short session does bring a number of challenges for the GM. Couple that with the fact that I'm traveling down on train, so I have to travel fairly light. I can't afford to be carrying around massive amounts of books with me or reams and reams of notes. And obviously I've got to include pre-gen characters in that. So over the few years I've been doing this, I've streamlined my approach to preparing my notes for a game session. But I've tried to do it in a way that contains all of the things that I think I needed to run such a short or a punchy one-shot session and I do think that this approach brings some benefit so I'm going to explain it to you now. So for starters I start off with my old trusty index cards the ones I'm using are sort of A6 size which is roughly half the size of a page in your standard sort of OSR book in the A5 your digest size give or take a little bit. And I generally try and use four of these cards, both sides, for each of my games. On the first card, I write the name of the game system at the top, and I put the like UK Games Expo 2022 underneath it, and I put the number in the corner. So one on the first side, second on the second side, three on the next one, etc., etc., just to help me keep them in order. On the first card i note down the general scenario and any points i think that i need to remember to do with that so for instance one of the ones i'm going to be doing at the uk games expo that's coming up i've got fate accelerated uk games expo 2022 scenario pcs wake up with no memories on a generational spaceship and find themselves hunted by a deadly foe and the couple of bullet points i've got on there are pcs wake up at the same time they stumble out of cryopods not knowing where they are ship has been captured by a sadistic race of aliens who have reprogrammed the main computer to defrost people so they can hunt them through the ship for sport and that's the main gist of it i've got left the back blank in case i think of anything else later on but i try and keep it punchy and short the idea of this first card is just so i can look at this little stack of four cards and instantly yes i know what this game is about the second card so pages three and four if you want to look at it like that I write down possible scenes that might occur in the game and because I'm only doing two hour games I try and keep it to sort of like three or four of those and I just write down and highlight a short sort of summary of these so for this game I've got PCs wake up in cryo tubes, PCs attempting to find out what has happened on the ship, PCs attacked by hunting aliens, PCs attempt to gain control or escape the ship and I put just a couple of bullet point notes underneath to help clarify that if necessary so for instance PCs attempting to find out what has happened on the ship I've got accessing ships logs sensor records etc 
just a little aid memoir for me and again i've left the second side blank so because i might run these games more than once so anything that happens in the game that i think is worth remembering going forward for when i run it again i can quickly note on the back or if i have any additional ideas before i actually run the game for the first time but again i'm trying to keep it short and to the point the third card is titled npcs and i generally try and stick to three or four important principal npcs i write down their name a very brief two or three word description and maybe a sentence describing their place in the plot so to speak i generally don't put down stats on this card if there's generic sets of stats in the game system that i'm running i may just put in brackets like oh this person has the imperial trooper stats or whatever but other than that, I rely on my knowledge of the system to create the stats if and when necessary. And the final card is a list of possible locations that may occur in the game. So for instance, in our example that we're talking about, I've got cryo chamber, engine room, computer core, living quarters, bridge, and medical bay. And I generally just write, again, a few words to help me describe these locations. So the cryo chamber, I've got ranks of cryo tubes, some of them empty. And that's all I need. I can pretty much riff off the sort of sci-fi idea of this scenario without requiring any further details. So you might be asking yourself, well, why is this approach useful and how does it help me run the game? Well, first of all, I could probably, with my experience now, I could probably just run all of this off the cuff. However, there's always the chance that, you know, you're going to wake up one morning tired or you're going to be a little bit sort of under the weather or whatever. Your energy is going to be lacking a little bit and you might struggle to pull these details out of the ether, so to speak, wholesale. And that's when just having these bullet point notes and these little refreshers can help spur your memory and get you moving in the right direction there's still a lot of a blank space because of the sort of short pricey nature of these notes that i can fill in so i've got plenty of wiggle room that i can sort of move things about and shuffle them about a little bit during the actual game in response to what the player characters do and generally i'm always pleasantly surprised by the crazy things that players find to do in a game and certainly in a one shot and well, to be honest in a campaign as well i'm normally quite happy to run with whatever ideas the pcs want to try out that's not to say that i'll work of course but you know if someone wants to give something a shot why not let them try and whatever the consequences occur are the consequences that occur another benefit of using this method is that it's literally four index cards they take up very little space you could probably fold them in half and fit them in a wallet if you needed to i tend to tuck them in the page of the rule book that i'm taking with me or i bulldog clip them to a rules cheat sheet if i'm not taking a book with me because as i say my space is pretty much limited to a single luggage bag which i have to fit both mine and my wife's clothes in and then i have a small backpack which i put all my game stuff in so space really is at a premium for me so anything that allows me to minimize that has got to be a good thing 
Another advantage is the fact that because I'm using these index cards and I'm only giving myself very limited space to put in details of locations, NPCs, scenarios, etc., it encourages me not to waffle and to focus on what is really important in these notes going down and to keep them clear and concise. This makes it a lot easier for me to reference them during a game and is a trick that I pretty much picked up from old school essentials where a lot of the locations and things like that are described like a single phrase in bold and then a couple of like keywords after them. Dungeon World does a similar thing and I've always really liked that as a style of recording things to enable me to get to the meat of the matter very quickly when I'm running a game. Another advantage of this approach is that because you've not spent days and days and weeks and weeks trying to cover every little possibility, it encourages you not to be overly precious about anything that you have written down, which I think is only a good thing. For instance, because I've not spent weeks and weeks detailing the strange generational craft where the PCs find themselves. If the player characters decide they want to overload the engine room and destroy the ship, then I'm not going to be like, oh no, no, you, you, you can't do that because I've spent far too long creating all of the stats for this ship. I've just got a few lines on an index card i'm gonna be like yeah sure you go for it you, you try that it may not work but if they do succeed and they blow up the ship it's not going to worry me over much and i'm not going to feel like i've wasted a tremendous amount of effort in generating the stats for that vessel and finally as i touched on earlier another advantage of using this method is that because pre-game i tend to only write my notes on one side of the index card it means i've got the second side free so that during a game if the player characters try something sort of crazy or that i hadn't considered i have to deal with that in the game which i always love i think it's great to get player inventiveness in a game i can scribble down some notes on the back of the appropriate card and I can use those notes going forward if I run that scenario again to continuously sort of hone and improve it the more I run it. And that goes for if I decide to take any of these games that I'm preparing now to future UK Games Expos. All I've got to do is keep track of this little stack of cards and have my notes on the back of them and I will be able to carry forward those improvements and those ideas from previous years. Also, the index cards are great for having little sketch maps on the back if you need to. And I always take a few extra with me to the convention so that if I need to draw a quick map, I can just sketch it out on an index card, plop it down on the table, and then when the game ends, I can clip it to the small stack of cards for that particular game and either use it going forward or have it for future reference and again without it taking up too much space so there we are that's my four card index card method for preparing games for one shots and conventions i'd love to hear from you guys how you prepare for conventions what do you think of my four card idea do you like it do you think maybe it's not enough information Either way, we'd love to hear from you. There's a number of different ways you can get in touch. You can leave us a voicemail message on SpeakPipe or Anchor, or you can send us an email to oddrpgpodcast at gmail.com. You might even be featured in a future call-in episode. So 
until we see you again take care stay safe whatever you're playing have fun